Hello, hello everyone. Um, thank you for being here. I'm excited to be here with you. Um, I love talking about marketing and lead generation. It's the most important topic um, in any business, let alone as a real estate agent, as a real estate investor. <clears throat> the agent or the investor that can generate the most leads is going to make the most money. So it's the name of the game. It's the most important thing you can do in business. I don't care how much you know about flipping a property or or um, going on listing appointments or dealing with buyers. Um, if you can't generate those leads, you're not going to make any money. So, so what I've always done in my career was focus on lead generation. Even, even when I was new into selling real estate many years ago, I just focused on generating leads and knew that I would learn, you know, the basics of how to, how to present contracts and things like that. And so you've got to learn how to generate leads. You won't be in business long in any business. This goes for any business. You won't be in business long if you can't generate leads. You're afraid to talk to um, buyers, sellers. Um, there's, so when I was selling real estate and as an investor, I basically just had one um, strategy. And the strategy was to get listings as an agent and then um, there's a certain percentage of the listings if you market in the right area that would turn into investment opportunities. So I got a lot of my investment opportunities um, from my listings. Um, and, and so and so I'm going to talk a lot about um, how to do that um, in this podcast. And so we're live on Facebook. We're live on my YouTube channel. Um, and so. So let, let's just get started. So the first thing you need to do really is to know your area. Pick a targeted area, know an area, um, really define what the needs of that area um, are, but know that area. It should be an area that you either live in or you frequent, but be master the area. And I'll talk later about being the neighborhood expert but know the areas. When a house comes up for sale, you should have an idea of what it sells for, what it should sell for. Um, as an investor, what the after repair value in that neighborhood is, what repair value is in that neighborhood as an investor. Um, but as an agent, what should the house list for? Um, so know those types of things. So in terms of marketing, we first kind of define our targeted area. Um, and we don't want to be too broad with that targeted area. And so um, get that targeted area, know that targeted area. And then we find the motivated sellers in that area. So as an invest, as an investor, we're on a hunt for motivated sellers. As a real estate agent, you're on a hunt for listings. Um, you should be a listing agent. You know, I say this to my agents all the time. Focus on listings, especially in this market. Focus on listings in this market. Um, the, the, the side that's winning is the sellers, the motivated sellers. They're winning because they're getting 10, 20, 30 thousand dollars above list price. And the investors are winning because they're renovating the properties and then they're selling those properties. Then, of course, the real estate agents that focus on getting putting themselves in front of sellers, in front of um, investors who are selling their properties. They're the ones who are winning. The ones that are frustrated are on the buyer side because it's a seller's market, more more um, buyers and sellers, 
the agents that focus on the buyers, it's 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 um it's a slow road for them. It's 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 a difficult road for them. And so we focus on sellers. So whether whether we're um, an investor or an agent, we focus on sellers. So who are the sellers? Who are the motivated sellers? And so the motivated sellers are um, either people who are scaling up, need to sell their house to scale up, they want a bigger house, or scaling down. Those are the motivated sellers. And those are the sellers that we get our listings from. They want to sell their house and buy a smaller house. Or they're, you know, they're getting ready to retire and they don't need all that house anymore. Um, absentee owners. An absentee owner is one that owns the property but doesn't live there. The house is um, either rented out or it's vacant or abandoned. Um, landlords. So landlords need to sell their houses. And they sell their houses every five to six years. And they do that because they're tired of being a landlord. They're tired of the tenants, termites, and toilets. The, the three T's, tenants, termites, and toilets. And so they sell their houses, um, landlords, about five to six years. You can find those landlords um, listing their properties. You can find them at landlord tenant courts. I used to go to landlord tenant court a couple times um, a week just to pass up my business cards to the landlords there. And so um, they need to sell their houses. Um, probate. And so that that's another captive audience that, um, you know, I go after. Um, the personal representatives, they need to sell those properties. And so we market to those personal representatives or executors of the estates um, to get listings and to get investment opportunities. 70% um, of the time when one passes away, they pass away owning real estate and that real estate is free and clear of any mortgages. So there's lots of room to negotiate as an investor. Um, lots of room to to sell the property as is and sell it quickly as a real estate agent. Um, auction property. So foreclosures. Banks need to sell properties. Um, but as an investor or um, an agent, we want to get a list of pre foreclosures, motivated sellers that need to sell their properties before they actually go to um, foreclosure. And so you can get those lists. There's this list that you can get of pre-foreclosures. Um, you can get them from listsource.com, listability.com, Melissa Data. Um, locally, you can get them from um, the legal newspapers in, in every local area. Just Google your, your area and just Google, like here, um, Prince George's County, Maryland. You can Google Prince George's County, Maryland legal newspaper and all the filings are there for probate and for uh, pre-foreclosure. So what I used to do is I would get the legal newspaper every week would come out every Thursday and I would actually door knock and have a business card or door hanger um, to leave if they weren't there, but to talk to them to see what they planned on doing. I was actually door knocking um, early in my real estate career to get listings, but then that turned into actually getting um, actually getting um, investment opportunities. And so we look at the pre foreclosures. We can actually skip trace. We can, we can get their name. We can get their address. We can find their um, phone numbers and we actually call them. And so we actually call um, pre foreclosures and try to negotiate with them to try to, to purchase their properties before they actually go to foreclosures or bring their mortgages current 
and negotiate doing some type of creative financing strategy with them. Tax sales is the same thing. We want to contact the homeowner before the house, either before the house actually goes to foreclosure or while they're in the redemption stage. So the house goes to tax foreclosure, foreclosures, foreclosures. They have six months to redeem, meaning six months to um, pay the pay the um, the back taxes. That's a great period for either an investor, primarily, or um, an agent to go in and try to bring the, the um, taxes current and negotiate with them using you know a creative financing strategy to um, actually purchase um, that property as long as the you know obviously as no as long as the numbers work. And so um, pre foreclosures are great. Um, probate is great. Um, as a real estate agent, expired listings. I work expired listings every day. Uh, we would come in and we would go back to the next day to see what um, expired. And we would send out a postcard and call all the expired listings to get listings that way. And so that's a great way of getting listings. 80% of the time when a listing expires, it expires because it's overpriced. And so it's easy to call and say, Mr. Miss Seller, um, the reason why your house, um, your listing expired is because it was overpriced. Uh, let me come take a look at it and um, I can sell the property. And I would say part of marketing, you guys, is your message. There's got to be a, um, there's a mess, there's a madness to your message or a message to your madness. I forget what the saying is, but um, you've got to have a message. So my message was always I'll sell your house in 30 days or give you a thousand dollars as an agent. And and I had I started that back in the probably the, the mid to late 90s and and put that everywhere, postcards, um, radio, TV, and just with that marketing message, I'll sell your house in 30 days or give you a thousand dollars. I became not bragging, but became the number one agent in 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 our area here just with that message. So Part of marketing is having a message that people can remember, but it has to be a message that nobody else is willing to to do. But then you've got to deliver on that message. And I would deliver on that message. All right. So we've got to identify who the either the motivated sellers are in marketing as an investor, um, also as an agent. Who, who can I get listings from in a particular area? And then we've got to figure out how we're going to contact them. Like, what's the method that we contact them? What's the method to our marketing? Um, once, we, once we've identified all of the motivated sellers. And so the methods are um, direct mail. So a direct mail piece, a postcard. I used to use a postcard that I would send out to a targeted area. On the real estate side, we'd call that farming. And so we'd pick a targeted area, um, not really a zip code, but a, like a subdivision and target that area, hit them with postcards. Um, I would start off with twice twice a month and then um, go down to once a month to get listings. And we do the same thing on, on the invest, on investment side, but we send um, direct mail pieces to um, the absentee owners. We send direct mail, mail pieces to, we can get a list of all the homeowners who own their houses free and clear. And we send postcards um, to them. Or we can get a we can get a um, a list of motivated sellers that um, have at least fifty percent equity in their properties, and then we either call them cold calling or send them postcards, or 
yellow letters. And so real envelopes with a yellow letter, notebook, piece of paper. I'm looking for one on my desk. I don't see it. Um, and so we use yellow letters too to, to market to um, um, motivated sellers. And again, um, for those of you who are just coming on, I, I can't tell you how important lead generation is, marketing is to your career. It's the most important part. Um, you guys can be proficient in everything else. You've got to master the art of marketing, master the art of lead generation. It's the most important thing. It's the only thing that I think about. I think about on a daily basis for all that I do, how can I generate the next lead? How can I get the next lead um, on, on my investment and for my investment business? I mean, prior to this, this podcast here, um, I, I met with a wholesaler who found a property and I looked at it, you know, early this morning. Um, on my For my brokerage, how can I um, recruit the next agent? What's the marketing strategies for that? What's my message? What's my value proposition? And how can I find them to deliver the message, the value proposition to them? Marketing, lead generation. That's what you guys have to do. And that's the key to your success. And so cold calling, direct mail, um, as an investor driving for dollars, everybody should be doing this. Get in your car after pick, picking your targeted area and drive the neighborhoods, drive the neighborhoods, write down the addresses of all the houses that look to be vacant or abandoned. Get the addresses. You can use um, some technology and I'll talk about technology in a second, uh, but there's technology that you can use is apps that you can use to get the homeowner's name and phone number. You call them. And and or you send them a letter or a postcard. One of my agent investors um, used used his app um, when he was in front of um, a house that looked to be vacant or abandoned. Um, put the address in his app, um, the name, the homeowner's name popped up, and their phone number. Called them, made an appointment, and then the next day uh, put them on a contract. He actually didn't list the property, he wholesaled the property and made $25,000 by using his app, going driving for dollars. And those are some of the things that you guys are going to have to do. So driving for dollars, putting out bandit signs. Those bandit signs are the type of signs you guys see on the side of the road that say, we buy houses. And so bandit signs work. So everything that I'm saying, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do. I'm only picking the ones that actually, that I've actually done, but also work. And that my, um, my my coaching students use, my investors use, my agents use that work. And they work on a daily basis. So bandit signs work, driving for dollars work, cold calling, um, direct mail pieces, all that works. Here's the number one thing that works, you guys. Here's the number one thing. It's networking, just simply networking, getting the word out. That's what works, networking. You've got to be willing to let everybody in the world know that this is what you do, whether you're a real estate agent or an investor, you've got to, they've got to know what you do. Like everybody needs to know what you do. You've got to brand yourself. Uh, branding is the key. You want to create a referral based business. You want your phone to call to ring every day from referrals. Now you're not just going to get referrals by hoping and wishing that you're going to get referrals. You get, you have to purposely 
get referrals. So how do you purposely get referrals? You've got a, um, normally I have a shirt on or a coat or something that um, has, you know, my logo on it. So, so like you're a walking billboard or a hat, I'll wear a hat. I'm a walking billboard. Um, that's branding myself. Of course, social media. I'm on social media now. Social media, Greg Hunter's in the house. Uh, social, social media um, now is like, come on, guys. we got to use social media. I'm, I'm an old head. I'm an OG. And I know how important social media is. I'm all over it. Because when I started selling real estate in the mid-90s, there was no social media. There's no internet. Now it's just so easy. It's free. And so we've got to utilize social media to brand ourselves, to, to get the word out. Um, passing out business cards, things like that. You've got talking to people. Um, as a real estate agent, I tell my agents all the time, you are not a secret agent. If you want to be a secret agent, go work for the CIA or the FBI. You are a real estate agent. You've got to let everybody know you cannot be a secret agent. Get the word out. Let everybody know. At least the people in your sphere of influence, your sphere of influence, your family, your friends, co-workers, ex-co-workers, classmates, ex-classmates, people that you go to church with, get the word out. Let everybody know that this is what you do. That's the best way to get um, business through networking. But then you've got to ask for business. You've got to tell them, look, um, you know anyone that's looking to list or sell a property? You know anyone that's looking to sell their house fast? If you don't, um, if, if you're not interested in that, then find me somebody that does. I want you to be part of my success. And in, in most cases, especially on the investment side, we can actually pay for the referral. Now, it's, it's a gray area, not even a gray area on the, on the real estate side. We can't do that. You can't pay for a referral. Uh, but if it's an off-market deal on the um, investing side, absolutely. Absolutely. If it's an off-market deal on the investment side, you can pay for a referral. We, we call those people bird dogs. So you can pay a bird dog for giving you a referral. Um, but you want to network. You've got to start talking to people. You've, you've got to put the word out, whatever you do. Whatever you do in terms of business, you've got to, you've got to get the word out. Social media is the best. I mean, and so social media, Twitter, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, whatever, whatever it is, they, they've got um, some new things coming out. I think one is called, is it Clubhouse? Somebody put in the comment section. I think Clubhouse is out now, you know, Snapchat, um, um, platforms like that. All, you, you need to be all over, every, every one of them, every one of them you need to be on to get the word out. You cannot be afraid. Like I'm, I'm that one that I've come a long way when it comes to uh, TikTok. There you go, Charles. So Carissa Clubhouse, Malika Clubhouse, Clubhouse. So Malika is saying Clubhouse is amazing. Um, absolutely, Clubhouse is amazing. Um, get on board with with Clubhouse, um, TikTok. Charles is saying thanks, Charles. Um, so, on social media, and these guys were giving me these, um, giving me this help, or my agents, but they they do a great job, and they get all their business from social media. So referral based business networking—that's where you guys need to be. Um, technology can help us in marketing. We need to utilize technology, you guys. Um, 
CRMs. And so on the investment side, we use Podio, we use uh, Real eFlow, we use PropStream as, as CRMs that help us with our business, that help us grow our business, help us market our business. Um, we need platforms that we can store all of our clientele in there. And so on the real estate side, um, at my brokers, Bennett Realty Solutions, we use a platform called KB Core, where we're putting all of our contacts somewhere and we're building our database. Building your database is the most important thing that you can do. It's your book of business. It's your captive audience. Build that database. Put as many people on a daily basis into your database. Then you market to that database. Now, all of these CRMs that I just mentioned, like they've got templates that you can, now you've got your database. Now you can send emails, automatic emails that will go, campaigns that will go out automatically. They'll drip them with text message marketing. Send that whole database text messages. Listen to this, you guys. Listen to this. No matter what business you're in, and it doesn't matter what business you're in, the key to your success is building that database, building that book of business. Put it, but you've got to put it somewhere. We, we call it a CRM, the uh, customer relationship management software. Uh, we put it there, we market there, and then we serve or we service those leads. All the leads that come from it, people are calling us, uh, we, we service all those leads. That's your business in a nutshell. Eventually, if you build a strong enough business, all you're, all you're doing is marketing to that clientele. You're not even spending money anymore on marketing. You just have this big book of business and you're just marketing to that business every day, emails, text messages, calling, and you're servicing all the leads. So some of my top real estate agents here at my brokerage, um, that's all they do. They've got a referral-based business. They pay for no marketing. They're just marketing to their book of business. When you guys hear about a doctor or a lawyer selling their business, they're not necessarily selling the supplies and the furniture and the chairs um, and the equipment. That's not what they're selling. They're selling their book of business. You've got to build a book of business, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're an investor, that's your business. So as a goal, one of my goals is to build a database of email addresses of over 100,000. And, and I'm on my way there. Um, the same on the social media side. I want to have over 100,000 followers on social media. When I get there, 100, over 100,000 followers on social media, and I, I haven't even scratched the surf, surface yet, and I get over 100,000 emails, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Done, 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 done. All I'm doing is marketing to them, marketing to them, marketing to them, um, and I'm getting tons of business back. I've already built the database, built the followers. Now I'm just simply marketing to them, giving them content, um, showing them my value proposition, and and just sitting back and just you know let it do what it does. Just getting tons of business, and that's what you've got to focus on. Um, you're in business to build it. You're in business to eventually sell your business or sell the assets that come from your business. If you're an investor, hopefully you're in business to you know build uh, build generational wealth through your buy and hold properties. Um, 
We talked last night about taking some of, some of that money from your assets and then put them into stocks and things like that. But let that database, build that database, use the technology that's going to help you get there. And so we talked about um, PropStream, Real eFlow, um, Deal Machine. A lot of you guys know what Deal Machine is. Um, Deal, Deal Machine is it's an app on your phone that you pull in front of a house. It looks to be vacant or abandoned. You just put the address in. Deal Machine will give you the homeowner's name and the phone number. And if you want, Deal Machine will actually send them a postcard. While you're in front of the house, they'll mail them a postcard, um, a pre-printed postcard for you. And so we've got to utilize technology. I mean, how do you leverage yourself? Like, how do you grow your business? One of the ways to grow your business is through technology. And so we utilize technology um, on the investment side and on the brokerage side. Clinton's asking the question, what's the name of the app or program? I don't know which one you're referring to. I, I talked about, about um, Podio. I talked about RealFlow, RealEflow, um, PropStream, Deal Machine, those, those things. Um, on the brokerage side, real estate brokerage side, we use here at our office, we use KB Core. All right. Um, so along with the branding and the marketing and the social media, we want to get followers organically. So we need to post three or four times a day, different times of the day about different things, not always about the business that you're in, but um, socially your social life people want people want to do business with people they like so you've got to show them that you're a real person so you're not just posting about business um but then also to scale your business and i'm always looking to scale my business uh i i actually use um landing pages and sales funds and um you know paid paid um uh I, I i paid ads on social media and so um i have paid ads for my um, information marketing business my coaching business my online coaching business uh, where i have sponsored ads and i've got you know sales funnels and things like that i, I use a software called click funnels um for my for 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 my um my sales funnels and so you can do that too. For my recruiting, I use sales funnels. I use ClickFunnels for that. And so look into um, look into ClickFunnels. Um, if you really want to go to the next level and scale your business and use sponsored ads on social media, which I highly recommend, much cheaper than when I was spending thousands of dollars on radio back in the day, on TV back in the day, um, social media is much much cheaper you're reaching a broader audience and it's and it's much cheaper your your price per client is is a lot less on social media um where can where can we obtain the pre-foreclosure list you can you can obtain a pre-foreclosure list on red x um, the website is theredx.com um, you can get pre-foreclosure list on melissa data um listability.com and listsource.com um so yeah clinton is mentioning email and texting so yeah and so we i mentioned that the the um, crms that can do that and so those are the things that you guys need to do want to do now look 
as a real estate agent or real estate investor, if, if the only thing that you guys do, the only thing that you do is pick a targeted area, neighborhood, and be the neighborhood expert, really, honestly, that's all you need to do. Now, in my career, I've seen agents that dominate certain neighborhoods. There was a neighborhood I remember when I was selling real estate in Fort Washington, Maryland, neighborhood called Tantalian, where there was just one agent and probably 90% of the signs that went up in Tantalian was her signs. And so she dominated that area. Um, neighborhood that I used to live in, I dominated that area. All the signs that went up, my signs, because I marketed that area. I got the neighbors to know me. I, I walk that neighborhood. So I'm a walker. And so even now I walk five miles every morning. Um, does it does it matter? Um, um, so out of BC is asking, is PropStream's list? And I didn't mention PropStream, but PropStream, they have a list um, that you can get your list, your pre-foreclosures there. You can get your pre-foreclosures from Real eFlow. They all, they all have lists. And so, yes, yes, out of BC, yes, PropStream, their list of Definitely current, definitely current. Um, and so walking neighborhoods. So I walk, I'm a walker uh, and a run or not, not, I don't run as much as I used to, but um, um, I walk neighborhoods. So even now I walk in my neighborhood and neighbors stop me and ask me real estate questions. Um, so th that's how you dominate your subdivision. Here's how you dominate it. Walking or exercising, uh, door knocking your neighborhood, uh, putting door hangers in your neighborhood, passing out business cards, magnets. I have a lot of my agents and investors who they have magnet signs on their cars, direct mail pieces, direct mail pieces within your subdivision, within your neighborhood, cold calling your neighborhood. When you get a listing, send out just listed cards. When you get um, a sale, just sold cards, um, doing the open houses in the neighborhood, sending out yellow letters um, in your neighborhood. Um, it's easy to find expired listings in your neighborhood and fighting the absentee owners in your neighborhood. If you don't do anything else, be the neighborhood expert. It used to burn me up early in my career where I would see other agent signs going up in my neighborhood. Sometimes my next door neighbor would have somebody else's um, sign go up and I would look myself in the mirror and say, I'm not doing enough. It's my fault. I'm not doing enough. You've got to go for it. Um, your neighborhood, your, your family and friends, your sphere of influence, you've got to dominate. You've got to dominate them. If you don't dominate anything else, you've got to dominate your neighborhood. You get all the listings, all the investment opportunities out of your neighborhood, but you've got to work at it. They're not just going to come to you. You've got to get out and meet the neighbors. Um, I used to send statistics every month. I was sent, I would go on a uh, multiple listing service and get all the houses that, well, that, um, that was um, active, active listings. I would do um, sold listings, um, listings that were under contract. And I would write up a little paragraph, give the information and send it to all of my neighbors. Some of you guys have neighborhood um, newspapers. Um, some of you guys have things on the internet. 
that you're interacting with your neighborhood or your HOA association, they need to know that you're a real estate agent. Um, that's part of networking, but that's also part of dominating. If you are not dominating your neighborhood, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. When I first got into real estate, uh, I, I met this agent. She was on her way out. I was on my way in. And she told me that um, every organization that she could think of from from all the women's civic organizations to her church to a whole bunch of organizations she's a part of. Um, and I said, why, why are you a part of so many organizations? And she said, because of the networking, because I want to be able to be the go to. Um, she's a real estate agent, the go to real estate agent for all of those organizations. And through that networking, she was one of one of the top agents in the area. And so that's what you guys have to do. It's an easy way to network with people. But even on the investment side, if you're strictly a real estate investor, it's a great way to network, getting to know people, everybody in your church. One, one of our investors, um, he's got numerous deals out of his church because he's networked in his church and everybody in his church knows that he's a real estate investor. He's not an agent, he's an investor, but he gets deals after deals after deals after deals because everybody in the church, he's the go-to person. So someone passes away, they need to um, to sell the property, their heir's property. They're the personal representative of the estate. They're not, they're not answering the phones from all of us investors. They're not looking at all the letters and the postcards from all of our, us investors. They're going to the, to the go-to person in church and he's getting all those deals. So you've got to get the word out that this is what you guys do. All right, couple last things. Um, time blocking. And so we talk a lot about marketing and we should because the most important thing we can do in business. Um, if you have no leads, you are not getting any business. And so you've got to block out time for it. You've got to block out time to, um, to get the word out. And so you've got to say to yourself, um, you've got to make a schedule. Even so, you got to make a social media schedule. Um, at what times am I going to post? What days and what times and what am I going to post? So here in my office, uh, my my assistants, we've we've got a schedule, and at you know four times a day, and these are the different topics we're going to um, post, and we we use um, a scheduler. I think it's called Hootsuite, and it goes out automatically every day. Now it's time time to time lately um, they'll follow me out in the field and I'll I'll you know do something live or a post but so we need a social media schedule you guys definitely need a marketing schedule for uh, when you're going to send out postcards and so um, early in my career or really throughout my career I was just too busy to do a lot of the marketing activities so I really focused on the activities that I could do that would go out automatically like postcards. I could set it and forget it. Um, I could get the postcards and then um, every month at, at whatever, the first Tuesday of every month, they all would be mailed out. So set it and forget it. A lot of you need to do that. Um, and then there's a lot of other things that you guys can do that doesn't require like email marketing, email marketing campaigns, whether you're on the investment side or the realtor side, 
your all your CRMs um, have it where you can schedule the email, the campaigns. They already have the templates to go out automatically. Now with with like KV Core, the text messages you can schedule that too, where everything is automated. They even have um, artificial intelligence AI that will actually talk to the people for you. And so we've got to utilize those things in our time blocking, um, utilize that technology to help us, to help leverage ourselves. Um, also, what, what else can help leverage ourselves? Who can, who can help leverage ourselves? So um, virtual assistants. So we use VAs, virtual assistants, for almost everything that we do. Almost everything we do, we use virtual assistants. And I love virtual assistants. Um, you can use virtual assistants for calling, um, I use virtual assistants. I actually had a virtual assistant. Um, I wrote an outline of an ebook on the investment side. I hired a, a virtual assistant, um, like a ghostwriter, to write the e write the ebook for me. Um, my social media professionals. I've got one for Facebook, uh, and I, I have one for. In she does Instagram, YouTube marketing, and LinkedIn. All virtual. They're all virtual. Um, a couple of them are in Canada. I've had them like all over, just all over, all over the world, really. And so we want to utilize virtual assistants um, in our business. Um, we talked about family members, friends, bird dogs. Uh, we want to utilize as many people as we can to help us grow our business and help us find deals. And so that's the name of the game, you guys finding deals, finding listings on the brokerage side, but also finding deals on the investment side. So here's the question. The question is, what are you going to do? Put in the comment section, what are you going to do today to find your next deal? Put in the comment section, what are you going to do today to find your next deal? And that's the only thing you should be thinking about. Oftentimes, my investors or my agents will well, call me, set up an appointment. What should I be doing? A hundred percent of the time, the answer is lead generation. What's your lead generation strategy? What's the one thing that you can do um, consistently on a consistent basis that um, that's going to generate your leads? Not something that you're going to stop and start. Um, something that you can do on a consistent basis. And so. Somebody said foreclosures and absentee owners. Good. Charles is saying walking his neighborhood and using deal machine. Good. Keith Barnes is saying cold calling. Very good. Very good. Barrington cold calling. You can't be afraid to cold call. Carissa walking and, and doing drive-bys. Um, what's Malika saying? Malika says drop these 50 marketing pieces in her neighborhood. That's how you become the neighborhood expert. The people have to know you. They're not going to use you if they don't know you. Um, Anthony is saying reposting on social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, Clinton is saying better email and text message marketing. Um, Allison. Hey, Allison. Allison, map out my, my mail mailing schedule for the next nine months. There you go. That's what you have to do. And so that's another thing. And I'm glad Allison said that. Look, you guys, whatever you do, stick with it. You cannot stop and start a campaign. You can't say, okay, I'm going to do a mailing. And after two months, after three months, after four months, you didn't close the deal. Now you stop. No, you've got whatever you do, 
try to do it at least for a year, at least for a year. I like to tell the story. There's a an investor that was a um, part-time investor in Philadelphia, was working probate, working probate, part-time, go to the probate office at least once, once a week, get the new filings, and then send out letters and make phone calls. Didn't get any business for six months, six month period, um, was able to get a personal representative on the contract, wholesaled the deal and made $60,000 on his first deal. After six months, um, thought about giving up and said, no, I'm not gonna give up, I'm, I'm gonna stay the course. Six months later, got his first deal, $60,000. The next month got another deal, $30,000. The next month got another deal, $20,000, quit his job. Now he's a full-time investor. He's a full-time wholesaler. And all he does is probate. And now he teaches probate. Um, you've got to be consistent. Like Maxine is saying, be consistent. You can't stop and start. Choose one thing, master it, stay consistent, start making money from it, and then add on something else to that. Now you've got two things to master and make money, then add on a third thing. That's the strategy. That's your marketing strategy. You will always, always, always stay in business and you will never ever be without leads. A business without leads is not a business. A business without leads is not growing. If a business is not growing, it's dying. You don't want your business to die. Some of you guys, are building a business that's uh, that's that's like dying slowly lead generation is the key you guys get out there um, be consistent do something today tomorrow put together a plan for some of you guys like myself like you've got a you've got to dig deep you've got to um sometimes you've got to be someone that you're not um I've got big goals. I've got big dreams and I always have, and I'm, and I'm very competitive. And so with all the readings and all the studying and all the research that I've done says social media is the key. I'm not a social media person. When Facebook live came out, I'm like, I'll never ever go Facebook live podcast came in. I will never ever do a podcast. Um, you know, I had limiting beliefs that I was not a good public speaker, things like that. That was the mindset. But then I said to myself, in order for me to build the type of business that I have to build, that I need to build, that I deserve to build, build that I have the ability to build, I've got to embrace social media. So I changed my mindset and I said, I'm going to go for it. Now, I'm not going to be that good in the beginning, but eventually I'll get it. My words will come together. I'll feel comfortable. And I'm, not, I'm still not where I will be, but I wasn't where I used to be. And so I've embraced it. And so you guys have to embrace it. You don't always have to necessarily go live, but you just have to do it. Stay in front, stay in front of the people. Part of marketing is identifying who your audience is, who your targeted audience is, and then get in front of that targeted audience. For you guys, most of your audience is on social media. For me, for you, our audience is on social media so definition of marketing says be in front of them, get in front of your audience, stay in front of them, give them a value proposition that they can't refuse. So have that message that they're going to have to call you, have that message that's going to differentiate you 
from your competition and then just go for it. And then you'll know what that message is once your phone starts ringing, get better and better and better at closing people. Um, and you'll start to see your business rise. One of the toughest things in business for an investor, and, and I know a lot of you guys are frustrated, is on getting deals. But you just can't get discouraged. Like the guy in Philadelphia, it took him six months. Sometimes it takes that long, and then you get rolling. So now he's rolling. Um, when I talk to a lot of investors, one of the biggest problems is that consistency. So you guys got to be consistent. Choose something. And so I talked about a lot of different things, um, absentee owners, probate, auction properties. I didn't take a deep dive into auctions, but a lot of my investors are finding deals at the auction, either the online auctions or on the courthouse steps. Um, and so they're killing it at, with the auctions. Um, expired listings I talked about, co-con, direct mail, driving for dollars, bandit signs, networking, which is the key. And then, and then, of course, social media, being the neighborhood expert as well, using technology to help yourself and then using people like virtual assistants, family, friends, bird dogs, uh, getting referrals, creating a referral based business. That's what you guys have to do. And that's how we win. That's how we keep scaling our business. That's the number one. That's the name of the game in business is scaling. Um, you've got to ask yourself, how can I scale? How can I scale my business? And it's through marketing. It's through marketing. All right, you guys, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Hopefully you guys um, kind of took away some nuggets, but I want you to know that lead generation marketing, that's the key to your success. It's what I think about. It's why I wake up thinking about every morning. How am I going to get that next lead? That's what I go to bed thinking about. How can I generate more leads? How can I get more leads from my investment business? How can I recruit more real estate agents um, for that business? I've got a few other businesses. The name of the game is lead generation. Um, do something. Do something today. Do something today, you guys. Um, and you'll win. And I want you guys to win. We all win. If one of us wins, we all need to win. Let's all be winners. All right, you guys. Take care. God bless. Good seeing a lot of you guys. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of familiar names. All right, let's go. All right, you guys, take care. God bless. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Great week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Take care.